Yeah. Or I'm watching Queer Eye. Is Overwatch still your game? Overwatch and Fortnite, yeah. Can you do to... any of the dances? Are you one of those Fortniteers? <clears throat> no. Is that your life? It's not my life. Do you live that life? I do you like have dance off with like six year olds and like grocery stores? I keep seeing like four year olds in the airport wearing Fortnite shirts and I'm like Yeah, very that... small children like Fortnite. Very a lot. small. And I'm like, is this who I'm being killed by? See, but like that's <laughs> what I don't under- that's what I don't like is when I'm playing a game and on the voice chat I start realizing I'm playing with a like eleven year old boy. Sure. Because it's like I don't want to sit here and teach you how to be respectful of women. So I don't want to interact with you <laughs> because I can't interact with you without teaching you how to be respectful of women. It's like, cause you get all butthurt when I and every other adult reacts like when a 11 year old tries to talk about things and understand them. It's annoying and I hate it. Oh, well. Yeah. I've had to deal with it. <laughs> That's so funny. You've had full experiences. I've had a full experience. Like, my dad used to complain because he used to get killed by like 11 year olds on Call of Duty. <laughs> They're so good too, which makes it really I know. Hard. It's really all annoying. they do because they don't do anything because they're children. They don't have jobs. Yeah. All they do is play Call of Duty and homework. You know, <laughs> they like go to school, play Call of Duty, and then they have like an hour of homework a night. Like that's all they do. Sure. Adults have jobs. Ugh. They can't play Call of Duty all night. <laughs> I have bills to pay. <laughs> can you believe okay hello i'll do it hi Hi. welcome to can you believe this shit no (laughs) i'm dominic well also we have olivia hi you're one true agent of chaos i thought you said asian and then we have i didn't (laughs) i said agent i am zo and i didn't say asian (laughs) neither did i that was you Hi, two out of three of us didn't say Asian. <laughs> and then three out of four. Sam? Sam! Did you say Asian? I didn't. So that's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and we're can you believe this shit? Nope. I already said that. We can't believe it. Why is that so funny? We do stuff um, about stories. We do stuff about stuff. We skit, scat, and skedaddle around. We don't scat. <laughs> we also don't skit. We're a true crime, um, paranormal, supernatural, mystery, mayhem, mothman, goat man. Um, Ew, we're not a goat man podcast. <laughs> I'm a goat man podcast. That was podcast. a moment. <laughs> we're a goat milk podcast. Okay, <laughs> That's honey. That's what we are. Hon- but oh, it's vegan. <laughs> goat milk isn't vegan. <laughs> well, it's not. It's vegan goat milk. It's not actually from a goat. <laughs> but it's still goat milk. Okay. Because it's vegan goat milk. Vegan. <laughs> Oops. Vegan non-goat goat milk. I can't believe it's not goat milk. <laughs> I changed the name of the podcast to Can I You believe-, believe It's Not Goat Milk. <laughs> Ooh, that's a really good idea. Okay. <laughs> Bill Cosby was arrested, everyone. Congratulations. Wait, it was he today? officially jailed? Yes. For like 12 years, I think. Yeah, he's in a full jail. Yes. How old is he? 70 something. He's in a jail in Arizona. I looked this up the other day. Cool. <laughs> we have stories to tell, and <laughs> Do we, we have though? an order to tell them in. What is that order? And we have a Sam to tell us what the order is a Sam in the book. What is it? Uh, the order today is going to be Dominic, you got to go first. Sure. Lydia, you're in the middle. 
And so you're gonna finish us off. We'll see how that all, that's all right. goes. Good luck. I'm all right with my me ending. I'm I'm me ending. I'm good with me ending. I'm good with yes. Okay. I'm nervous about what's about to happen. Listen. Though. This makes me scared. Listen. <laughs> Rock it. Well, okay, just start. Okay. Fuck. I'm gonna know this one too because you won't look at me in the face. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna start with a man, which is a bad place to start. <laughs> always a bad place to start. Uh, his name is Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. It's too many names. Well, Can't, his Newman. Eric. Paul. Just Newman. Eric Newman. Paul yeah. Newman. Not him. Continue. Let's not Newman. slander. Is it Pee Wee Herman? No. What's Pee Wee Herman's real name? Pee Wee. Pee Wee. <laughs> Duh. Paul Rubin. Nope. Whatever. Um, sex offender. Is he a is sex that, offender? Yeah, he got like arrested. Pee Wee Herman? I don't know if that's true. Let's not slander no. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> don't sue us. I think I think that was popularized on the internet, but I don't think that it's been fact checked. Pee Wee oh. Herman, sex offender. What do you got for me, Google? Let's figure it out right Pee-wee here Pee-wee. on Can You Believe the Shit? We're going to get to the bottom of it. Live. Oh. No, he got caught for indecent exposure because he whipped out his dick in an adult movie theater. Oh. But like, what else are you gonna do there? Wait, yeah, like what do you? Well, th- I like I Paul knew that Rubens. was the story, but Paul I thought that nice. that was enough to classify him. That's enough to get you on the sex offenders registry, but that does not. It's not enough to make you um, a child sex offender. Well, I didn't say child. It's valid. I said sex offender. You didn't say child. You're right. <laughs> Eric Newman. <laughs> Who is oh, a sex offender? Um, he was um, he was born July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two. He's a Leo. Ugh, so. God. You don't like Leos? No, I mean it's. it's I do like Leos. You don't trust a Leo. I don't trust is that what a you're Leo. Saying? I'm just like Leo men. That's fair. I don't know any Leo men. I do. I don't know any men. Oh, I know Sam. He's a cancer, kind of. Um, according to Eric. His mother was obsessed with cleanliness, would routinely lock her children out of the house, and once put her children's pet rabbits out in the cold to freeze to death. What the fuck? Well, Well, as a punishment, or it was just like, I'm over these rabbits? Probably. Probably Yeah, I mean, you you know, sometimes you just gotta when your parenting's hard. After being diagnosed with schizophrenia, Eric's father divorced his mother. And then the Eric, father was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Yes. Okay. And then Eric later moved in with his grandmother Phyllis. Both his grandmother and younger brother. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot oh. about this part. Um, both his grandmother and younger brother Conrad would often call him a faggot for his effeminate, effeminate tendencies. Oh. Oh. That's not funny. The it, word faggot is funny. But yeah, it is. But Sam, bleep it. Um, or don't. Faggot. don't bleep it just replace it with google translate saying it (laughs) to to lessen it to lessen the blow faggot (laughs) (laughs) so eric as an adult um is kind of like obsessed with being famous as you know most of us are or just me. In 2003, at 21, he began to appear in low-budget pornographic videos, which are, like, low-budget. Well, it's just, um, like, 
How did it get into that business? Like, what was the? Oh, I think we just go to California. You ask white on the twink. No, I don't know. Like, how did he? I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Oh, the internet, wondering. probably. What year is it? Two thousand three. The internet. Okay, it just swept up into the hard and fast world of mm-hmm. like amateur catch um, he also appeared as a pinup model in 2005 uh, for an issue of Toronto's Fab Magazine. A pinup model? What qualifies a pinup model? I have. N- I don't. Something you want a pinup on your wall? Is that what they? Huh? I'm sure it's available. I didn't look it up. I think it has to do with the position, like a standing up, like in something skimpy, like What's pinup a- girls. Pin-up well, model? I know what a pinup girl is, and I What's know what I would guy? qualify. What like what? If I had a bunch of photos of women, I could like sort them into like pinup girl or not pinup <laughs> model. You yes. know what I mean? But I couldn't do that with them with a man's photo. Unless they're in pinup regalia. Unless they were like in win- women's wearing pin-up. like fifties. <laughs> I think you'd the know garter. it if you saw it. Maybe I would. I think you would like if you had a collection of images which were like a assortment of pinup models and assortment of not pinup models. You would still recognize the pinup models regardless of their gender. I feel okay. like. Okay. Hmm. It's my guess. A guy in a suit that's two sizes too big in a fedora. Gross. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Why is that? No. I like pinup girls. Who would pin that up? Not <laughs> me. <laughs> also in 2005, he was convicted of impersonation and fraud after befriending a woman. Cattle fraud? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you had, they had to ask. I'm getting there. Then using her name to apply for credit cards and racking up $10,000 in fees. No, it's not cattle fraud. I was just fucking with you. Sneaky Um, bitch. And he was sentenced to 12 months of probation. So we're just going on a timeline right here. In 2006, he legally changed his name from Eric Clinton Newman to Luca Rocco Magnata. (laughs) And in 2007... Luca files for bankruptcy, lacking, uh, citing lack of employment and income, and his uh, quest for fame, however, continues when he auditions for Cover Guy, which is a new hit um, show in Toronto, and he doesn't make it. I want the audition tape. Oh my God, I'd pay so much money for the audition tape. You have oh, no idea. So if fun. someone has the audition tape, I will literally pay you so much money for it. It could be a YouTube link, and I'd still give you dollars. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you have your you have you have your um your, <laughs> your marching orders. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of. Yep. Um. So after having multiple hair hair transplants, nose jobs, and also he had a quest for pectoral implants, which he didn't really quite reach. Okay. He also auditioned for the show Plastic Makes Perfect in 2008. He didn't make it. Did that show get aired? Probably not. Okay. Plastic Maybe it man. did. <laughs> it's like Toronto TV, so like you know, you don't get the yeah, we, we, the yeah, radio we waves through the maple leaves. The, um, it doesn't convert. And the murder of indigenous women. Yeah, it can't go through Ooh. the. Um, <laughs> well, we, we don't have much to say about that in America, though. Yeah, but they're just so. like, like they're like just like the maple quality that. makes them in in. You just don't don't carry over, you know. Yeah, it's like wearing uh, aluminum foil over your head to like you know. Aliens. <laughs> what are we talking about? After TV f- clearly does not work out, Luca Lufa turned Luca. to the internet for fame. Um, As one does. Get fair that. Later on, please he surmised, downloads Vine. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple years later, 
everything could have been solved if only he had vine. Honestly, oh my god, imagine well, what if his vine. vines sucked. God, they would have sucked so bad. They still would have, he still would have had followers. Who on Vine is a sociopath? That's a trick question. <laughs> Do you mean most? I don't know. Probably a I lot. I think it'd be easier to name the people who aren't. Thomas Anders. Um, He's definitely <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but like, some. not not necessarily a sociopath. Just like, something's up. Police uh, figured out that Luca had created over like seventy Facebook profiles and twenty websites under different names. God, just, can you remember your one password for things? Imagine seventy passwords. It's probably all the same one. The <laughs> usernames are all different then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe just like a notebook. Keep on drinking. It, like a like death note. Why? Like death note. <laughs> yeah, why is a great question. <laughs> this is not a death note podcast. Yes, it is starting now. <laughs> I still haven't seen the um It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it was so good. Which you have to watch. Which it. wolf is in it? Which one of the Naked Brothers band? I don't know. <laughs> the, one of them. Fair. The same one I've read it to? Oh, who cares? No, I think the other one. Okay. I don't know. This is a hereditary. This is a Tony Collette podcast. This is a Naked Brothers Band podcast. Is the kid in Hereditary in the Naked Brothers Band? Yes. Like fully? I don't think the Are Naked Brothers Band that? exists, but no. How he's the one- fuck did the Naked Brothers Band get on television? By being a quality television show, what the <laughs> fuck do you mean? I never watched it. It's just an absurd concept to me. No, the idea of these naked. two kids they just they did it yeah or well it, it's what do you just, mean i just don't understand how that got through the like the phases of like the focus grouping the naked brothers band yeah it's just they weren't naked no. i'm glad like it's, i sound disappointed i'm glad it's just <laughs> such a weird I'm they just, were children i'm just so like past no thank you so he did all the just to start rumors about himself as you do so one such rumor emerged in 2007. Did he start 70 different rumors on 70 different Facebook pages or like the same rumor on 70 different Facebook pages? What kind of rumors? About did himself? He also, yes. Did he also like cultivate entire lives for these pages? Right. Is he just adding the, his own questions. pages yeah. as friends? I feel like so he would he, add other random people and maybe into, he like search Toronto and then like add everyone in Toronto. <laughs> Okay, so he's like creating fake profiles and basically creating fake fans. Yeah. Or like yeah. F- like fake internet influence that's really just all him. Again, he could have waited a couple of years and bought like Twitter followers. Yeah, it's literally a service. Yeah. There's a hundred of them. Well, um... Damn. One rumor... He <laughs> was uh, ahead of his time. Uh, c- claimed that Luca... An innovator. I hate this. <laughs> Once such rumor emerged in 2007, claiming Luca was in a relationship with Carla Homolka, <laughs> convicted murderer and rapist, along with her boyfriend Paul Bernardo, Bernardo, Paul Bernardo. Um, they were <laughs> known as the Cannon Barbie Killers. If you're not, yeah. Oh, we haven't done them yet. Probably because it's horrible. I've almost done them like four times. Same. I always think we've done them and then not done them. Oh, he also posted to like white nationalist websites just to add the sprinkle of racism well, uh, oh. on there. Did he? Um, what kind of posts? Like, hey, I'm a white. Oh, 
he spread his rumors on them or he was like interacting interacting okay just like hey he's probably yep. spreading rumors he talked about about himself i feel huh. and then on may 25th 2012 an 11 minute video titled one lunatic one ice pick oh it all makes sense later i brought it i, I did it today oh my god um it was uploaded to a gore website depicting a naked male tied to a bed frame being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick Fuck. and a kitchen knife Fuck. then dismembered followed by acts of necrophilia mm. um on may 26th the very next day an attorney from montana attempted to report the video to toronto police his local sheriff what the fuck how did this attorney FBI. find the video i don't know was, was he, he on the he was on the gore side you know he was and he saw that and he was like "Ooh, that can't be right right he's like oh god that's that's not what i was looking for that's that's kind of what i was looking for but like, that's too much maybe he was looking for like car crashes and he got one little dick, one ice pick. What Ugh. is the appeal? I don't know. People watch him. I can't. Me neither. The thought of that gives me a panic attack. I can't even think about it. I was a psychology major before I dropped out. And I love psychoanalyzing people. Who watch car crash score No, I just disappeared. I've been doing oh, okay. that at work recently, today, okay. and this week. I think people who uh, aren't s- social are fascinating. Not like aren't social, but like lack social skills. Introverted people. Sure. Also, uh, viewers on the Gorsite website also Gorsite website Same. were also attempted to report the video, but um, police later confirmed it was authentic after a while and identified the victim an Asian male. Mm. On May 29th, two thousand twelve, thirty-four year old June Lin, an international student from China and mm. a student at Concordia University in Montreal was last seen on the 24th of May and his friends reported getting a text message from his phone at 9 p.m. But they hadn't seen him since then. And his boss became suspicious when he didn't show up for his shift the next day. So at 11 a.m. on the same day, May 29th, a package containing a left foot was delivered to the national headquarters of the Conservative Party of Canada. What Me. fuck? Which part? I'm the left foot. The left foot? The left foot. Left foot. The package was stained with blood and had a foul smell. It was also marked with a red heart symbol. Mm. Another package containing a left hand was intercepted in a Canada Post processing facility addressed to the Liberal Party of Canada. And a note was found in the package uh, that was sent to the Conservative Party saying that six body parts had been distributed and that the perpetrator would kill again. This is a very scary story. Yeah. And the other three packages also contained notes, but they're, uh, they were undisclosed by police because um, they were worried about like copycat crimes. A janitor discovered a decomposing torso inside a suitcase left in a garbage pile in an alley behind an apartment building in Montreal. And uh, police searched the apartment 208 of the building, which Luca Magnata had been renting. Uh, he had moved in four months prior, and rent was paid up to uh, June 1st. But the apartment had uh, been mostly emptied before he left. Blood was found on different items, including the mattress, the refrigerator, the table, and the bathtub. And, quote, if you don't like the reflection, don't look in the mirror. I don't care. Was written in red ink on the inside of a closet. Huh. You know how you're pretentious and you think you're deep. Rough. Um, and then you get exposed to the world. Very that. And then you kill a man. Um, you kill a man first. Torture a man. Fair. 
on May 30th. Fair. On May 30th, 2012, it was confirmed that the body parts belong to June Lin. Mm. The suspect in the case was quickly identified as Luca Magnata, who had then fled to Paris. The uh, police had checked camera footage and of the uh, apartment and the alley and found, like, Luca not wearing anything and just taking garbage bags out to the Rough. garbage. Uh, Everest. No, not naked. Uh, I, I. You said not wearing anything. Did I? Yeah. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said he was not wearing anything and taking garbage out. He was. He was. <laughs> whoops. I might be wrong on this, but I believe he was wearing June's clothes. Oh. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, so an uh, um, arrest warrant for Luca was issued accusing him of the following crimes. First degree murder, committing an indignity to a dead body, publishing obscene material, mailing obscene, indecent, immoral, or scurrilous material. Scurrilous? Scurrilous. Dead body. Scurrilous. It's kind of like squirrelous. Well, scurrilous is uh, making or spreading scandalous claims about someone with the intention of damaging their reputation. Oh, scandalizing bitch. Yep. And uh, also charged with criminally harassing Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper. That's a separate charge? Yes. <laughs> it's on the books. And several members of Parliament. <laughs> on June 4, 2012, Magnata was apprehended by Berlin police at an internet cafe in the Nürnberg district while reading news stories about himself. Asshole. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Fuck him. On June 5th, a package containing a right foot was delivered to St. George's School, and another package containing a right hand was delivered to False Creek Elementary School in Vancouver. Gross. Because of the Elementary mailing system, school. I guess. Was it his old school? Was it just a school? I, was it I, just I, typed in school address, and it was the first one that came up? Like, Yeah, I think it might have been one of his schools, actually. Okay. I made that up. Gross. <laughs> Either way. Check the, check the facts. Fact check it. On, God. On July 1st, June's head was uh, recovered at the edge of a small lake in Montreal's <sighs> Agronon Park after police recovered, so received an anonymous tip. Wait, how old was June? 34. Oof. Luca is also alleged to be the person behind a series of videos of animal cruelty involving cats, which no. were posted to YouTube no. beginning 2010, including one titled no. One Boy, Two Kittens. Which showed a man deliberately suffocating two kids with a vacuum cleaner. Fuck you. Uh-uh. No. I tried to do it fast. Rip the band-aid off. After I slowly talked about uh, man murder. Yeah, right. Um, after a 12-week trial, which included 10 weeks of hearing testimonies, on December 24th, Christmas Eve, Luca Magnata was sentenced to serve a mandatory life sentence. He was also sentenced to 19 years for other concurrent charges. How mad were those juries? Like the jury. Do they have a jury system in Canada? They have. Yes, they do. I thought they so, did. So like jurors heard them. He was indicted. Sorry. No. A judge heard him. I think he was indicted. Then they brought him for a trial. I don't know how things were. But like the jurors that were there on Christmas Eve, like listening to all of this shit. Was it Christmas Eve in Canada? That's. Yes. <laughs> what did you yes. have to say? Thanksgiving yes. is different. Christmas is the same. Okay. 
I guess that's valid. They do have a different Thanksgiving. But Christmas but, is like, that would make sense for them to have whatever. We can continue. Jesus wasn't born in the winter. <laughs> At least I think it is. I think it's the same in Europe, too. June was cremated and his ashes were buried at Notre Dame de Niger Cemetery in Montreal. Buried? Yeah. Niger. N-E-I-G-E-S. How do you say that in French? Niche. Was that the N-word in French? <laughs> Niger. <laughs> Um, Stop. <laughs> so sorry, we're laughing. That was the that was Luca Magnata and the murder of June. One Lynn. lunatic, one ice pick. The one lunatic, story. one ice Fuck pick. Fuck that. Official. Well, he got what he wanted. He got famous. Infamous. Yeah, I hate that motherfucker. A moose. <laughs> Lydia, you're next. Oh. Okay, so we're gonna start in 1970. A mother purchases an antique Raggedy Ann doll from a hobby store. Sure. Okay. The doll had been a birthday present for her daughter. Her daughter's name was Donna. Sure. Donna was about to graduate from nursing school Mm. and lived in a tiny apartment with Angie, who was her roommate. They were roommates. For now. Um, They were nurses. Well, Angie was a nurse. Donna was about to be graduating. Anyway. I'm about to be dead. Anyway, so she takes her. Every time a story starts with nurses, I think it's going to be what's this fuck? That guy who stabbed and killed the nurses. Richard Speck. It's not. What's this fuck? (laughs) It's not that man. What's this fuck? Anyway, so. She takes this doll home, this Raggedy Ann doll, and puts it on her bed as a decoration. And uh, doesn't give it a second. Of, doesn't give it a second thought. Her roommate doesn't mind. She's like, "Oh, that's a cute doll." So, does but, her roommate share a room with her? Are they lesbians? They do not share a room. But Are they like, lesbians? she didn't have a problem with the doll coming into the home. You know okay. what I mean? Like, Why would she be rude? She. What if I'm, your roommate bought something and you had to approve of it before they brought <laughs> it into the house? I didn't say she was like <laughs> I'm. You know, she's like on board. She's like, oh, cute doll. I'm just feeling feisty today. I'm sorry. What's in your fucking bag, Donna? Did you buy something? You know the rules. Donna. Put it out. Angie, (laughs) please. My mom bought it for me. It's cute, don't you think? It's in the fire You're lucky I think it's cute. Anyway. Do you need to talk through some roommate trauma? (laughs) How's it going at home? It's fine. It's 100% awesome. This is not about me. No one brought home a raggedy end all yet? No one, not yet. Mm. I think we might be haunted, though, but I'm not sure. Okay. It's sinister in that place. I don't want to speak that out, though. I don't want to speak that out. That's not, that's not on today. Anyway. So within the first few days, both Donna and Angie noticed that there was some strange things going on, going on around the doll. Um, it seemed to be, like, moving around the house. So they would just like walk into a room and she would like be in another room and they wouldn't have any reason for knowing that. So like small movements at first, just a change in position. Uh, but then over time passed, it became to more and became more and more noticeable. Uh, Donna and Angie would like come home to find it in a completely different room. Sometimes the doll would be found with its legs crossed, arms folded. Other times it would be just like found upright standing on its feet no which is no. the most fucked up thing in the whole world because a it's raggedy, a raggedy it's a raggedy and all 
like no. If I walked into a room and a raggedy Ann doll was standing up, right? Yeah, I'd punt it out the fucking window. Like, fuck that. And it's like, at what point does it raggedy? You know what I mean? Like, you, when you see it, it just kind of flops down. At what point does it raggedy? <laughs> at what point does it raggedy? When you pick it up. Raggedy. Like, when you pick her up, Maybe. is she, like, not... But who would walk oh over God, to no, an upright raggedy end doll? No, because you walk over to her and she's upright and she's stiff. And you, get you close reach and she falls for down. her and then no, she falls no, down. No, she's key. She stays stiff. No, she doesn't. What if she did though? She doesn't. <laughs> she falls. <laughs> you push her. She pushes back. <gasps> I almost threw up. <laughs> did they name the doll? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Um, several times Donna left the doll on the couch before leaving for work and then she would return to find her back uh, on her bed in her room with the door closed. So it'd be like she'd come home, not on the couch. Her bedroom door is closed. She didn't leave it closed. She opens it, doll's on the bed. Having some private time. So Geraldine, did what did I first? tell you about being on the fucking bed? Mom! <laughs> So not only did it move, it could also write. Uh, ah! Well, mm-hmm. and they're still living with it. In cursive. About a month into their experiences, no. Donna what? and Angie began to find messages on parchment paper, uh, like specifically parchment paper that read, <laughs> no. "Help us, help Lou." Lou's their friend. He's their friend. He's around all the time. I'll get more on Lou later. Um, and then she's like Donna. Who the fuck bought parchment paper? Literally. Uh, literally. <laughs> they're like, Donna, Angie, what the fuck? Where is this from? Because they did not have parchment paper. That is why it's fucking what the fuck. But um, you were right. <laughs> that is the problem. That is. Yeah. Anyway, so um, they never kept parchment paper. Mm-hmm. At the time, they never kept parchment par- <laughs> Oh, no. Oh no! They never kept parchment paper in the house. Where the sh- that shit come from? <laughs> Motherfucker! They called Postmates and asked for some parchment paper. <gasps> the fucking Raggedy Ann doll did. Anyway, so can you imagine a Raggedy Ann doll walking up to the register in a fucking? Uh, <laughs> a roll of parchment paper. Can I have some? No, she doesn't talk. Says nothing. Just flips it up on the counter. She writes on the parchment paper, can I have it? <laughs> no, she throws like a gold brick at the cashier. She pays, but only in coins. She waits for change. Gold coins. <laughs> Worth their weight in gold. Throws a gold brick and waits for change. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh. So one night, Donna came home to find the doll had moved again. This time it was on her bed. I thought you said pooped. <laughs> moved. I was like, no, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> is that again. where the line is? That is where the you're line okay is. You're okay with everything until... It's not hurting me yet. You know what? You're just moving around the fucking house. You're an independent doll doing your own thing. If you shit... <laughs> on my bed. And not in the toilet. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. You know what a it's toilet made is? Of yarn. I'm calling it Geraldine. You know what a toilet is, Geraldine? I'm sick of this. Who's Geraldine? The doll. Oh. I know her name. Just she's Geraldine for now. Anyway, so 
it was Donna was like, okay, so this is pretty typical for the doll to be on her bed, but like somehow this time it was different. It wasn't right. So she like came over to it and like was inspecting it. Um, yeah, well, this was the status quo. I'll tell you what's different. Okay, there were blood drops. Oh, on the backs of backs of the doll's hand, and also on like its chest, like. Around just like blood, like blood drops. Sure, that's peculiar. Yeah, so this is when they're like, oh, nope, I'm scared. This is scary. I mean, they were scared the whole time, but like now it's time to like get some expert advice. So they contacted a medium and a seance was held. So blood was the line for them. Shit is the line for me. What? Just so we're clear. Where, I mean, why? Shit, was Where prob- did the blood- shit probably would have been their line too <laughs> if that is what happened, but it's not. Shit would have been their line too, but that didn't. She didn't shit. <laughs> she got some blood drops, left them some cryptic, strange notes that she bought the. She brought her own paper for. But yeah. So the medium related the story of Annabelle. No. Yes, this is when they were introduced to the spirit of Annabelle Higgins. It's not Geraldine. No. You're crying. Uh. <laughs> yes, this is Annabelle. Annabelle Higgins. So the medium's like, this is Annabelle. Who's the medium? I don't know her name. No. Bill. No. No. It's Air Paul's on a good day. It's copyrighted. It's Paul's. Edit it out. Beep. Yeah, no. Can you really beep it? I don't want Ryan Murphy coming for us. Very that. Her name is redacted. The medium's name is redacted. Anyway, so she was like, Annabelle was a young girl. She resided on this property before these apartments were built. Those were the happy times. She was only seven years old when her lifeless body was found in a what? field. Uh, what happened? <laughs> she was just found in a field? This is just what the medium was telling her. She, her lifeless body was found in a field. And this is where the, that field is where the apartment complex now stands. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was like... The spirit like told the medium and the medium relayed that to the girls, uh, Donna and Angie, that she felt comfort with them and wanted to stay there and be loved. And uh, so like hook, line and sinker, oh. Donna gave her permission to inhibit the doll and stay with them. No, the don't give permission. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's literally like, asking for I it. I give you permission to stay in this house, this doll and live with us. And... They would soon find out Annabelle was not what she appeared to be. And this was no ordinary case. Well, she had blood. That's the reason it went to the medium in the first place. They were like, scary danger, gotta go. And then they were like, I'm just just It's just a little girl. Like, she just wants your attention, but she's still dead. Like, it's going to be a little spooky. Sure. But where'd the blood come from? Are they not asking the hard questions? I, I'm pretty sure the medium was like leading this. Like she's just like, it's only it's a Annabelle. seven-year-old. Sure, this I'm talking to a spirit who's inhabiting the doll. Her name is Annabelle. It wasn't a real medium. Is she, that what you're implying? No, she was a real medium. Oh, okay, but this is just like the information she's giving them. Okay, maybe yeah. she just wasn't a good medium. She couldn't tell if it was lying to her or not. Oh, okay. you know, like mm-hmm. it was, she was talking to spirit, but she couldn't tell what kind of spirit it was. She was Patricia Arquette. She was the taking medium. the spirit yeah. at face value very much. So Lou, 
as I mentioned before, he was friends with Donna and Angie and had been with them since the doll had arrived. You have to help him. <coughs> huh? You have to help him. Help yeah, Lou. well, help him. But anyway, so he had never been fond of the doll and on several occasions warned Donna that it was evil and she should get rid of it. He's the real medium. Medium-sized medium man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is he a medium-sized man? <laughs> I'm taking some liberties. Okay. Um, anyway, but so, but Donna had a compassionate like feeling towards the doll. She's like, no, it's my baby Annabelle. And I uh, didn't really listen to Lou at all. It was just like, nope, fuck you, Dale. And his name's Lou. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but her decision, it turns out, was a terrible fuck up. So a Lou, a Lou, <laughs> Lou awoke one night from a deep sleep in a panic. Once again, he had he had had one of his recurring bad dreams that he had apparently been having, um, but this time it was different. He he woke up, he couldn't move, so like sleep paralysis. He looks around the room to like see what was going on, anything out of the ordinary, because he was really scared. And then and that's when it happened. Looking down, he saw Annabelle at his feet. She began to slowly glide oh up his leg, God. moved over his chest, and then stopped. Within seconds, she was strangling him. With her hands? No, her little doll hands. Does she have hands? Doll hands. She has she little. Has, does she have the stumps? Dubs. I hate. Ragged How do you hand. strangle? Uh, Did it feel like hands were around jam his neck? on the. Just get a stop the windpipe. She was him. Did she like strangleize him? Rap, rap, rap. The fuck did I just? Strangleizing. I like that. Yeah. I live. She strangled him. Strangleized. Strangleized him. Maybe for a raggedy end doll, it's like giving his neck a hug. Yeah, that's what I was. Like, I think rapped. strangle eyes is like you have to strangle them and then they crystallize, <laughs> and then they were grandma's on bitch for your first right. <laughs> That's actually what happened to Lou. <laughs> no, he died. Oh, but did he die? No, oh. he was crystallized. Oh. <laughs> so he was paralyzed, and grasping oh. for breath. Oh, okay. Para- no, 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 Not permanently paralyzed. Uh, Jesus. Sleep. He's sleep. Annabelle is strangling him and he cannot move and he is oh grasping for breath. Um, and at the point of asphyxiation, he blacks out. Was this actually happening or was he picturing it? It could have been a dream. I think he 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 considers it a dream. He just did poppers. Um, He blacks out and awakes the next morning. Oh, my um, God. And, and it's just like, hey. Well, he's like, okay. At this point, he's like, no, this was not a dream. And uh, I was awake. So he's like, I got to get rid of this doll, this fucking spirit, whatever. This is not cute. So Lou and Angie were preparing for a road trip, uh, like reading over maps alone in the in, in Angie's apartment uh-huh. and Donna's apartment. Donna wasn't there. And it were, things were like eerily quiet. So suddenly they could hear rustling sounds coming from Donna's room and it sounded like someone was in there, like someone was moving around and like in there. And so they like Lou was like, uh, someone's in like, it's a robber. So he didn't, his first conclusion was not Annabelle. He thought someone had broken in. He just conveniently forgot about the like demonic doll that they have in their house. That he had a dream about like the the, the night before Moving around. (laughs) And committing crimes. Yeah, but like, I don't think he'd ever like directly seen or heard Annabelle do anything except for that like experience the night before. Sure, because so like, he doesn't live and there. And it just, and he doesn't live there and it just sounded like a person, not like a doll, like yeah. being in a weird pose. Sure. So he's like, that's a person. There's a person. What does that sound 
It doesn't Strike sound like pose. anything, which is why he thought it was a person, because this sounded like wrestling. It was the gotta do it to him guy. Uh, you know I had to do this. They open it up, and that's how she's standing. <laughs> <laughs> Hands crossed. Can someone go into Photoshop yes, and make me a right now. of a Raggedy Andy doll. Raggedy Andy. <laughs> raggedy Andy doll doing that. Thank you. Andy Bell. Who's Andy Bell? Annabelle, if it was a Raggedy Andy doll. <laughs> I'm Raggedy Andy. Raggedy Andy Bell. Yep. You realize that's the real name of the I know. counterpart. Okay, cool. I thought you were just making fun of it. I'm like, no, no. that's real. No. Raggedy Andy? Like, he's mm-hmm. me. Oh. Yeah, Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. And I've always hated them. And Raggedy- <laughs> Ever since a child. For the record, I've always been highly unsettled by those dolls. Really? I think they're cute. Mm. I just think they're ugly. They are they ugly. Look, they look cheap. They oh. look cheap and ugly. I don't like the. I don't oh, like the red hair. Fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Lou was determined to figure out who or what was making the noise. So he quietly makes his way to the bedroom. He waits for the noises to stop before entering and turning on the light. I don't know why. Um, just in case there was someone, you know, just whacking it. <laughs> so the room was empty except for Annabelle. Who was whacking it? Gee, tossed on the floor in the corner, (laughs) whacking it. Ew. She was not whacking it. So ew, I'd be so mad. Lou, he's like (laughs) scours the room for force entry. Entry. Nothing was out of place. But as he got close to the doll, to Annabelle, he got the distinct impression that someone was behind him. So he like spins around and realizes that no one was there. And then in a flash, he like grabs his chest and he's like doubled over, cut and bleeding. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. His shirt was stained with blood. And when he opens up his shirt, his on his chest, he had seven distinct claw marks. Did it not? Did they not go through his shirt? They, they were like did under go his shirt? through his shirt. Oh, okay. They were like, uh, let's see, three vertically and four horizontally. Oh. And they were all hot like burns. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, the scratches healed almost immediately too. I I bet they looked hot. Angie <laughs> was like, "Oh, Lou." <laughs> anyway, so uh, also they healed almost immediately. Like they were like half gone the next day, and then after the second day, they were like totally healed. Like a Wolverine ball. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Just. Like <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> So Donna was finally willing to believe that the spirit of the house was not that of a cute little young girl named Annabelle, but actually an inhuman and possibly even didn't. Dim- well, it's too demonic. fucking late now, isn't it? <laughs> right? Jesus. In it. In it. Too fucking late. Dot co. Dot UK. What? So he said, it's some rubbish with raggedy end all. Oh, God. Forgive me. No. After the scratch incident, Donna was like, okay, time to find a real expert and contacted a, a time priest. Time to throw the fucking doll out. Time to move. Don't, so- don't try to solve the problem. No, she wants the problem <laughs> solved. They're calling a priest, Father Hegan. And he felt it was a spiritual matter and he felt he needed to contact a higher <laughs> authority in the church. So he contacted Father Cook. <laughs> Who immediately contacted none other than the Warrens. Yeah. What? Father Heathen. Hegan. No. Oh, that's what I waited for. <laughs> it was lame. That's why I'm cracking. <laughs> Father Heathen. 
Was it Hegan? Hegan. Hegan. Father Hegan. Annabelle Higgins. Um, spelled totally different. Sure. Just it's pretty different. That's what they want you to think. Higgin um, Hegan. He go Higgin on the Hegan and the Hegan a Hig. Please edit that out. No. Because <laughs> it's just nonsense. No. <laughs> so Ed and Lorraine Warren immediately took interest. Immediately. Well, in of the course. Case. And yeah. like, their one and only job. Right? Like they're like they contacted Donna concerning the doll. Um, after speaking with Donna and <laughs> the Warrens after speaking with Donna and <laughs> I don't so, know. I'm thinking the Warrens. The Warrens after speaking Oh my god. Sorry. After speaking with Donna. The Warrens after speaking with Donna, Angie and Lou immediately knew that the doll was not possessed, but actually being manipulated by an inhuman presence. That's not right. So there's like okay, so there's like a demon in the room with its arms out holding the doll. Yes. Like him, yum, 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 yum. Yes. Yum, 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 yum. That's disgusting. It's like attached itself to it, so it uses it as like But it's like physically moving it with its body. Yeah, it's just like moving it around. Just like you're gonna go over here. Like but teleporting it, basically. You can't Gross. take the Warrens for like That's true. This is all per the Warrens. Yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent like sure Lorraine walked into the house like, yeah, it's haunted. And they're like, No, that's the wrong house. And she's like, uh, Oh, I knew it. But they thought we should come back here though. Uh, this house because is this haunted. House, this house is haunted too, but we'll go back to yours. Yeah, we'll come back to you later. You got a serious demon problem. What demonologists? I hope. Um, so, according to them, uh, spirits do not pe- possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. An inhuman spirit, however, can attach itself to a place or an object, and this is what occurred in the Annabelle case. So the spirit uh, manipulated the doll, created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. The spirit was not looking to stay attached to the doll. It wanted Donna or Angie or Lou. How is it going to get one of them? Well. Just say yes three times. According to the Warrens, there's like different stages. This was in the, this demonic spirit was in the infestation stage. So there's like, they infest and get you all scared and riled up. And they start like attempting to take actual possession. And then they get it. So they want you scared? What if you're like, yeah, I want to be possessed. They got to feed on the energy. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess if you accept that's why it, it's then like, you've already accepted it. Technically, if you think there's like a demon in your house, you kind of like literally the best thing to do is to literally ignore the bitch oh. and be like, huh? What? <laughs> that was definitely the pipes. Oh, yeah. Definitely not uh, going to credit the, you know, those pipes. You shouldn't scream, I give you full permission to invoke me. No. <laughs> I mean, unless that's what you want. But okay. Please don't, because then you <laughs> enter into my home. That's true. That's fair. I don't fair. want that. <clears throat> I feel like we would know. When I was floating Just on the ceiling. Just put some salt across your doorway so no demon can get through. I should. Like, why not? You have a cat, though. He's just going to, like, swipe it. I think that only works for ants. It works for demons, too, and slugs. And slugs! <laughs> Is this supernatural? No slugs allowed! <laughs> supernatural did not invent the purifying qualities of salt, you motherfucker! <laughs> 
We gotta put a salt ring around this so that the demons can't get in. Shut up! Get in my 69 Impala! Shut up! I wanna watch. In the pilot of Supernatural, they say you can recognize a demon by saying uh, Jesus Christ Christ in Latin, which is Jesus Christo, and they never use it again. (laughs) I'm so mad about that, like, eight years later. Oh my god. That would have been Do you so think they forgot? useful. Yes, they don't know continuity on the goddamn show. And also, probably they were like, no, it makes it too easy. It solves all our like problems. Like, it's got to be like, oh, is she demon? We don't know. I flick. Ew. <laughs> Can this not be a supernatural <laughs> podcast? I would love that, but for some well, reason, this what one. What about Doctor Who and Sherlock? This okay. one. This one. Come back. So, the spirit <laughs> in this case was in the infestation stage of the phenomenon. Then, it began moving the doll around the apartment by means of teleportation to arouse Ew. the curiosity of the occupants in hopes of giving it recognition, because recognition is power. They want the recognition. <laughs> so then they made the mistake of bringing in a medium to Just communicate like with it. Uh, Just like racists. Yeah, like a medium or the internet or a Ouija board. It's all... It's all that recognition they want it. They, they fade off of it. So then they made the huge mistake of bringing in that medium to communicate with it because it was like, fuck, okay, you're not just recognizing it, you're giving it a voice now. Now it could communicate with them through the medium and it preyed on the girl's emotional vulnerabilities by pretending to be a rather harmless lost young girl <laughs> during the seance, which allowed permission from Donna to haunt the apartment. This is all from the Warrens, right? Yeah. Okay. This is all like the Warrens being. So like, tell me how you really feel about the Warrens. <laughs> yeah, well, that's there's a lot of it's like. Uh, I love the contrary. <laughs> right, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. But the Warrens are. When she's like pinned up against the wall, she's like Valak, and she's like. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. Me. <laughs> but like real life, it's like. Oh, mm-hmm. Whatever you say. Let's go. Let's go to the museum. I will cleanse this house. I'm cool with that. I, I will. You insult Annabelle? Yes. No. You can insult Annabelle. You can't insult Robert the doll. Um. Actually, well, you'll see. Okay. I'm not finished. So, anyway, they fucked up and uh, let this fucking demon up in, and now it's set about. Patiently uh, causing like negative phenomenon to occur, to occur, it aroused the fear through the weird movements, and all of that brought like its power levels up. Essentially, demon power levels. So it could do things like write the notes and get the blood on the doll and attack Lou and all that shit. So, the next stage of the phenomenon would have been complete human, human possession. Had the experiences lasted another two or three more weeks, the spirits uh, would have probably already possessed or if not harmed or killed one or all three of the occupants wow. of the house. So at the conclusion of the investigation, the uh, Warrens felt it appropriate to have a reci- uh, like uh, exorcist come and recite uh, the exorcism blessings by uh, Father Cook was going to come do it, cleanse the place. The episcopal. I don't know how to say it. Episcopal. Uh, yep. Thank you. The episcopal blessing of the home is a wordy seven page document that is distinctively 
positive in nature, uh, rather than specifically expelling evil entities from the dwelling. It emphasizes instead directing like positive power of God. Anyway, that was an Ed Warren quote that I butchered, but who cares? Um, at Donna's request and a further like precaution against the phenomena, uh, ever occurring in the home again, the Warrens also took the Raggedy Ann doll with them when they left. We'll take this. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got it. So father cook, although was, he was uncomfortable with his role as exorcist, but he agreed to perform, uh, mm. the seven page writ exorcism. He recited it throughout the apartment and the Warrens like, were confident that that shit worked and they were good. And so they took the rag doll home with them upon leaving. Did I say that twice? Yeah, I did. Um, sorry. Yeah. So we put the, Ed puts the doll in his back seat, um, and they drive home. Did he buckle her up? Well, they could feel like the evil coming off the doll. So they were, so they said, and they were like, he's like, I'm not taking highways because there's a demon in the car. You gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so, but his suspicions were all too correct because they, um, they, their quote is, they felt themselves as the object of a vicious hatred. And in every dangerous curve, the car would swerve or stall and around every corner and a demon was just fucking with their car big time. Okay. No, it's, it's called it's he's me. a bad driver and <laughs> he was complaining and he said, it's the demon. <laughs> It's well, me from the future. That's the hatred they're feeling. He took the holy water out of his bag and sprayed it on the doll, and it apparently stopped, and they Ugh. were fine. Great. Why didn't he start with that, then, if that's the cure? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were listening. Why does he just soak everything in holy water, They then? were playing the cure on the radio. <laughs> they thought that would work, but then they did the holy water. One time Dude, I asked my grandma if... The, a priest could just bless the ocean and then we could just have a whole holy water right? ocean and she got really mad at me. I mean... So, the doll wasn't finished yet. It did stuff with the Warrens. Like, uh, when they were away, they had the doll locked up in the outer office building, but they would often find a return it sitting in Ed's easy chair. Uh, like in, Surprise, bitch. Yeah, surprise, bitch. <laughs> Waiting for them uh, right at home in their in their fucking home. It also, like, showed hatred towards any, like, priests that came around. I don't know how a doll shows hatred. Yeah, that was my question. Yeah. I don't know. But there was this one guy who came up. He was a fucking Catholic exorcist, came to the house, and saw the doll seating in the chair and was, like, picked her up and was like, you're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. (laughs) And put her in her place. Tossed her back in the chair. (laughs) And it's like, that's the one thing you better not say. And then an hour later, the priest left and he, like, his car exploded or something. Uh, or something. <laughs> well, he, like, his brakes failed and he was in a busy intersection and he uh, was involved in a near fatal accident, uh, de- completely destroying his vehicle, which was a new car. Wow. And apparently this happened a lot. Uh, anyone who, like, speaks out against her has, like, an accident on their way leaving. She's a bad driver. <laughs> Who is Annabelle? Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, possesses people driving cars around them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. In the car. Yeah. Anyway, so they built a special a special case for her, which apparently works. Stops all <laughs> of the demons. Is this fucking Ella Enchanted? Like, what it, the f- it keeps her from, like, showing up in his easy chair, but she'll still kill you if you make fun of her. <laughs> 
But since, yeah, like, since the case was built, she never moved. Um, but, like, this one dude, they like, she's thought to be responsible for the death of a young man who came to the museum on a motorcycle with his girlfriend. And after hearing Ed's story of the doll, he defiantly went up and began to bang, bang on the case. And uh, he was like, if you put scratches on people, then you should fucking scratch me, you fucking bitch. And uh, Ed's like, you need to leave. And uh-huh. on their way home, they got in a motorcycle accident. He lost control um, and went head on into a tree. And he was killed instantly, but his girlfriend survived. Um, wow. Because Ed sniped him from the tree. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he falls. She survived, but she was hospitalized for a year. And then when asked what happened, she said that they were laughing about the doll when they just lost control of the motor- motorcycle. And that is Annabelle. She wow. remains there to this day. People try to like offer to buy him, uh, buy her from him for like. Is he not dead? No, he is dead. I'm sorry. The uh, okay. the estate. The estate. It's it's the husband of their daughter. Okay. Who like run their son and that's what. Yep, their son-in-law has like been offered lots of money to sell her, and he's like, nope. Because he doesn't care, he just holds more money. He wants to. He probably already sold her and replaced him. Actually, replaced her already. He's he probably sells don't you think would get out every fucking day? Don't oh you think God. I would get out if though? He, like people would know. People would say that they had the real Annabelle. Yeah, they'd be like, look, I just got Annabelle. Hmm. I don't know. Would you take Annabelle if you could? I feel like I might. Just for to say no. I would, yes, but I don't know what to do with her after that. Like you just keep her in your house and basically see if the stuff happens. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Well. I don't want to endanger anyone else because I live with other people. So, like, that's true. I don't want her to kill my dogs, you know? Yeah, but then you'd be proven wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it takes? I have two things. Then you'd believe. What are they? One, the scariest part of that story is the fact that that woman was in a hospital for a year. Can you imagine the bill? Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) You would leave the doll with your crazy landlord lady. She's not my landlord. She's not. She owns. You said she owns the building. She owns a unit in the building. A unit. That's yes. it. Okay, I leave it with her. That's it. That's fair. That's it. That's because you. That was personal. <laughs> but yeah, can you believe this shit, Annabelle? We're gonna go visit her, and it'll be fun. Are we all ready? We're ready. Okay, so I'm just gonna jump on in. Jump, jump. it. Jump. Do I know this? I don't know. I didn't. Okay. In the winter of 1968, the H3N2 flu outbreak was hitting Emory University in Georgia real hard. Not swine flu. No. Almost swine flu, but not quite it. Mm -hmm. It was a bad outbreak of the flu. About a million people died worldwide due to this Outbreak, it was also known as the Hong Kong flu because it started there. This doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, Wait, so is this or isn't this swine flu? No. Swine flu is H1N1. Yes. Oh. A 20-year-old student at Emory University named Barbara Mackle had this flu. Her mother, Jane, drove from their family home in Coral Gables, Florida, near Miami, to take care of her at school in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, They got a room at the Roadway Inn where they were staying for a little bit before they would return back to the family home for Christmas break. This family is loaded, by the way. Like, loaded. Loaded. Yeah. L-O-D-I-D. Robert Mackle, the, like, 
father of the home and his brothers, Frank and Elliot, owned the largest land development business in Florida, which actually has ties to another story that I did once. <laughs> Do you guys remember the um, the house powder party? Mm-hmm. The heart. <laughs> house party murders. Yes, I do. Uh, that, that kid who murdered his parents and then had the party. Yeah. Uh, well, they develop, developed the city that that happened in. Oh, developed the entire city? Yeah. So it's their fault. Oh, wow. Yeah, in theory. <laughs> they designed the, the neighborhood that the house, that the party happened they in. They created in. that atmosphere that led to yeah, that. honestly. They did. So December 17th, 1968. Barbara and her mother, Jane, were staying at this hotel near the school. It's 4 a.m. They wake up to a knock on the door. They go and they answer the door and they find a police officer there. And he goes, Barbara's boyfriend, Stuart Hunt Woodward, uh, is in a car accident. So they're like, whoa. And they open up the door and they find the man who is not a police officer, a woman wearing a ski mask and holding a shotgun and they like push themselves in. Sure. Yeah, it's like um, police wouldn't come to the girlfriend's door at 4 a.m. It'd be like maybe a phone call if she was the emergency contact. Yeah. Like, what? I mean, you that? also like see cops and you're like, must help. And you open the door and it's 4 a.m. and you're sleepy and it's 1968 and you're like. Oh, it's 1968. I keep forgetting. Um, cops at my door. Your boyfriend's been in the car crash. Well, tell him to call me. <laughs> Just tell him to call. You should have called. <laughs> so... The man dressed as a police officer chloroformed Jane, knocking her unconscious before gagging her and tying her up. Uh-oh. He and the woman in the ski mask forced Barbara out of the room and into the back of their station wagon. They held her at gunpoint. I don't think they tied her up. She's sick. Yeah, she's like also got the flu and she's having a really bad day. Like yeah. this is this just sucks. This sucks. Sneeze on them. Sneeze on them. So bio weapon. Full circle. Um, <laughs> Barbara was driven 20 miles away to a remote forest off of South Berkeley Lake Road in Duluth, Georgia, and forced out of the car. Okay, now imagine this. You're kidnapped. <laughs> That's rough. Yes. <laughs> you have the flu. The, you have the flu. That sucks, too. They're God. forcing you out of the car and into a forest. No. That's horrifying. Now, you come up on a hole dug in the ground. Mm. That sucks. And then you get up to it and there's a box in the hole. Oh. You just try to like walk past and pretend you didn't see it. Nope. They force her into the box in the ground <gasps> and they let her know what's going on. No. So she's being held for ransom. Okay. Her family's loaded. So they're like, we get, we're going to get some money from them. This box in the ground is outfitted with two different pumps, one for air and one to get water out in case it rains. A battery-powered fan, mm-hmm. some snacks, water laced with sedatives, and a lamp. Is it cold? In the hole? I mean, it's December in Georgia. Yeah. So it's not... Yeah, it's cold. Like, she could die. In theory. She, they gave her a fan. I, I feel like she'd be cold. She's underground and, like, in her own heat, though. She's got the flu. She might not be actually cold, but she probably feels cold. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, They make her pose with a sign that reads kidnapped as proof that she's alive for the ransom note. And then they just bury her with two feet of mud. Uh, Barbara screamed the whole time. And the man's last words to her were, don't be such a baby. 
You get in here with me then. Right? Fuck you. But You're actually burying don't. me in the ground. Yeah. Have you ever been buried alive? Alive. Right? I think that is my worst fear. That's, being buried alive. I think I could do it. I don't, it's, I'm not specifically scared of that. Like, you know, like that doesn't like make me nervous. That's horrifying. But like that in general, like not in a kidnapped situation. Fine. Bury me. I don't care. Um, I wouldn't like it. Bugs and like do I knowing look, I can't get out? Do I look like Kill Bill? I don't cannot that. get out. My worst, ch- my worst fear, and I've said this before, is being full speed chased. <laughs> Just that <laughs> rather is be buried six yes, feet under the earth than have a man run at me full speed. Fair, like. You got to get away from I'm going to start crying. <laughs> like, you got to run from him. Did you like the movie It Follows? Run. They just walked briskly. That was just, yeah, that was just unsettling. So, yeah, I did enjoy it. Anyway, okay, we're next. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, they didn't waste much time before contacting Robert Mackle, demanding $500,000, which is today's equivalent of $3.5 million. They gave him the instructions for the drop, and by this point, obviously, he had already heard of what happened because his wife had witnessed the attempt and had woken up and called 911 immediately. So he set to work following the instructions from the kidnappers, and Barbara was just left in this box in the ground. Uh, She screamed for a while, hoping someone would hear her. Uh, She wasn't super sure about where she was, so she couldn't be positive that, like, no one would happen past her, like, walking by or driving by, so she, like was as loud as possible, banging on it for as loud as she could, uh, for as long as she could. They gave her water waste with sedatives, right? So, uh, like, she did kind of, like, fade in and out of consciousness because she drank the water because it was the water that she had. Mm-hmm. I would be just guzzling that, like, just taking sips and just, like, passing out, waking up, passing out, waking up. Yeah, but you can't drink like- all the water because you don't know how long you're there. And they said that she had, like, two weeks of supplies. I'd be hoping days were passing. <laughs> Just trying to sleep through it, you know? Right, and you don't know how long is passing because uh, you're fucking sedated. Anyway. And underground. And underground. Fuck that. So bad. So. And sick. Um, and sick. Uh, but she tried to stay positive. Uh, she felt that she would be saved, and so she imagined Christmas with her family, and she sang Christmas carols really loud to, like, try and get people's attention and also, like, try and... How fucking scary Absolutely is not. <laughs> you looked at me and I thought about it and I was like, oh, no. What if you're walking through the forest and you hear someone screaming, like... <gasps> and you're like, hello? And they go, how? It's just the alto part. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so Barbara's father, Robert, put out an ad in the local news. (laughs) Why is that so funny? I don't know. Barbara's father, Robert, Barbara's father, Robert, Barbara's father, Robert, Barbara's father, Robert. Sorry. Barbara's (laughs) father. Wow, we cursed you. Barbara's father, Robert, put out an (laughs) ad in the local news at the kidnapper's instructions reading, loved one, please come home. We will pay all expenses and meet you anywhere at any time. Your family. He then waited for the call. Almost 48 hours later. Now, I'm thinking about this in like the dad sitting around being like, oh, no, will I get my daughter back? But 48 hours of this woman being in a box underground. Singing Christmas carols. Like just. Living life in a box. <sighs> anyway, 
The phone rings and he's given a location to meet for the ransom drop. I have to pause you for a second because I just happened to. You've had a woman in a box for longer. That's what I'm going to say. I have had a woman <laughs> in a box for longer. Ouch. So Robert goes alone with the money in a briefcase and leaves it where he's told. He drives off, and at some point between then and when the kidnappers show up to retrieve the money, the police were called by a nearby residence. They heard noises behind their home and thought it to be burglars. So these new cops show up knowing nothing of the kidnapping, the ransom situation, or any of that. <laughs> they, like, roll up on the scene, see two dudes. They see two people, like, holding a briefcase and, like, acting real suspicious, and they're like, hey. That was scary. I punched it with my They take brain. their microphones and beat them over the head. They're like, hey. <laughs> they, they punch the mic stand. Um, so these cops show up. The kidnappers see the cops, drop the ransom money, and run off. What? Uh-huh. So. Oh, run. Might as well Ransom take attempt it. thwarted. No, because they don't want to get caught. They got to go. They could have just been like, hey, no, this, this is just our it. briefcase. It's just Just run. Well, no, because they're going to get stopped, and they don't know if these guys know... They they don't know they they don't know anything. Fair. They're like fuck. The cops are here. Gotta go, you know. Um, so they searched the area. The cops did um, diligently for Barbara, but they find nothing. Ugh. Other than they don't find her. They find a car nearby that belongs to the kidnappers. Uh, inside of the car is enough evidence to identify both of them. They find paperwork with their names, a collection of lace underwear, and nude Polaroids of both kidnappers. <laughs> they also find a Polaroid of Barbara that they had taken where she was holding that kidnapped sign that they were going to send in the ransom note. Mm. But I don't think they ever sent it. Or maybe they just took <laughs> they just called. One. Huh? Oh, they didn't send it? No, I think they just called. Mm. Why waste paper, you know? Yeah, they were like, if, they don't, if they're not asking for proof, I'm not going to send proof. But um, we got it. We have it in case they ask for it, so we don't yeah. have to go dig her up later. But um, the kidnap, <laughs> <laughs> the kidnappers did reach back out again to set up another ransom drop. I guess they were like, "Okay, I guess you didn't tell on so me." So that they never checked on her. No, they never checked on her. They left her in the ground. Okay. For a long time. And this was negotiated. By this point, the police had identified them, as I said before, as Gary Stephen Christ, a man who built no. ventilated boxes for a living and worked at SeaWorld. Ventilated boxes? And works at SeaWorld. Did he so just I, stab holes in boxes? <laughs> ventilated. No, like breathing, like breathing tube boxes. Like what they buried her in the ground with. Oh, okay. Because he worked at SeaWorld, so he had like experience. Uh, and he worked at SeaWorld, then you know he's evil. Right? Yeah. They also identified his girlfriend as Ruth Eisman Shirtha. Were they, um, did they need money to change their names because they were both horrible? Yeah, they should have changed their names. Mm -hmm. No, I think they just wanted the money for, like, stuff. Sure. Why do you want money? He was, like, a well off man. Right. The the power of three, sorry. <laughs> Such a three. The three. second ransom drop went as planned, and the kidnappers took the money and fucking booked it. They gave the location of Barbara to the FBI over the phone, and they went on the run. Cool. 
they were both added to the FBI's most wanted list. Because they were like, where'd they go? We got to get them. They yeah. got the money. Got to catch them. On the morning of December 20th, the FBI was dispatched to Barbara's location. The cops dug many with their hands until they hit the fiberglass box. They dug and dug, and after being underground for 83 hours, shut up. they pulled out a totally alive and totally apparently fine Barbara. She assured everyone that she was completely fine. Literally, they pulled her out of the box, and she was like, thanks, dude. She told the FBI agent that rescued her that he was the most handsome man she'd ever seen. <laughs> Did they get married? No, they did, did they not get married? get married. She got married Was to the it man. A love story. Sorry. <laughs> she got married to the man who the guy had said that uh, was in the car accident. Oh. Because he wasn't actually in a car accident. So within 24 hours, they had caught Gary Christ uh, because he bought a speedboat with cash and Ooh. set off into the waters of Florida. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to get away now. But then they got him. Yeah, and then they just, they were like, oh, well. Well, they had the alligator police on it. <laughs> you know. Every police officer in Florida. Um, <laughs> alligator police. Except they're actual alligators. Took a little longer to find Ruth, though. Uh, she eluded police for 79 entire days. Wow. Wow. She was eventually spotted and caught in Norman, Oklahoma, which sounds like the correct place to hide, not in the waters of Florida, <laughs> where they're going to look for you first. She was sentenced to seven years and got out after four and was deported back to Honduras, where she was born. Four years. You can't go to Oklahoma because, like, people there are just, like, they got nothing to do. They're watching TV. They're going to see FBI's most wanted. Yeah, honestly, you, someone shows up in Oklahoma who was not there yesterday. They're going to notice. They're yeah. like, why are you here? We know everyone else. Go to a heavy pop heavily populated area when yeah. no one cares go about Go to you. Portland. Fugitive <laughs> <laughs> <What>? tips. <laughs> so that's kind of where Ruth's story ends. She just goes back to, I don't know, Honduras. She's there now. Okay. Did she, um, she get deported? Yeah, they deported oh. her. They were like, "Did you say that?" Yeah, I, I okay, said cool. that they released her early, but on the condition that she be deported. I just don't have listening skills. It's okay. Um, so the other motherfucker though is not done. He gets life in prison, but he's released after ten years. What? That's not life. No, uh, ten years. <laughs> For kidnapping a woman and putting it in her box. What? Which is still six years more than the woman who did the same thing got. But Fair. still. So time passes. It's 2001 now. And he gets his medical license in Indiana and starts practicing medicine. Just because why not? Because apparently uh, in 2001, Indiana law did not prevent convicted felons from obtaining medical licenses. I mean... I guess it depends on why you're Depends convicted. on yeah. the, the felony conviction. The felony. I heard they're real loose with the death penalty in Florida. <laughs> wow, that was really <laughs> off <laughs> Who am I? I was trying to track back to where the last time I said Florida was. Um, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I appreciate it. So apparently they like acknowledged all of his felonious tendencies and stuff. 
and they were like, um, so you're going to be a doctor, but you're going to be like a doctor on probation. Uh, so he couldn't like forever for a minute. They, okay. He couldn't like give all of the medications. I don't know. He probably had to like ask for permission before prescribing Xanax because okay. he kidnapped a woman once, whatever. <laughs> so for only two years, he serves as a doctor, uh, but serves serves <laughs> in the war. Um, <laughs> Because he loses his license. Oh. Uh, I don't... I saw somewhere that he loses it for crossing a line sexually with his patients. Um, Their wording, not mine. (laughs) And then the other website said that he didn't tell them that he got in trouble while he was a resident. Whatever. Those are two very different things. Uh, So three years after that, he moves on from being a felon to a doctor to his new line of work as a cocaine smuggler. Uh, He gets caught with 30 pounds of cocaine on his sailboat. He's got a pretty checkered resume. He does. He's hitting all those boxes. Uh, He only gets five years in jail for those 30 years, which is more than his accomplice got in the kidnapping of a woman. (laughs) But you would think he would get more with that past record. What year is this? At this point, like 2006. Yeah, there's the war on drugs has happened. Yeah, isn't that weird? Is he white? Uh, yeah. Oh, weird. And educated. Probably weird. has some money because he was a doctor once. Anyway, he's out of jail now, and he just like lives his life. Currently. Yeah, he's out of jail. Okay. He's just out there. He got mad at a reporter once for coming knocking on his door. Whatever. He kidnapped a woman. <laughs> he kidnapped a woman. Well, I feel like I kind of just, like, dropped in the story, but, like, that's kind of it. She, like, finished school and got married and lived an entirely normal life. Um, it's just a thing that happened to her once. She was she, kidnapped by Gary Busey. She was under... What was his name? Gary Christ. 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 <laughs> I don't want to slander Christ. Um, she, like, wrote a book about this whole experience and two movies were made, but she hasn't talked about it publicly. So all three of those people in that story are just out there living life in wow. the world. How crazy is that? What the fuck? Can you believe this shit? Wow. No. That's it. Like, that's the whole story. That's fucking wild. And I they're all just like, they have jobs and like live life. Second best case scenario. Right? After like raising best someone case, as your own. <laughs> best case scenario would be um, she's living life and the... People who kidnapped her are in jail. In a box. Yeah. Oh. We put them in boxes. Yeah, put them in boxes with enough food and water to survive. Two weeks. For longer than that. A no, fortnight. constant source. I wonder how she feels about them being out of jail. Or if she's just like, I'm fine. Like, because she is fine. Like, they they didn't, like, just put her in a box. But they, like, just put her in a box, you know? <laughs> Oh, so it's you fine. Know? They just put her in a box. No, like, oh my God. Yeah, she didn't so have to dig her scary. own box. That sucks. It was that's already pre dog. It's fucked up. That's so scary. They kidnapped oh my God. her. Imagine you're in a box for 80 something fucking hours. She... I'd be traumatized. Yeah, I'd be so fucked up. Are you it kidding was, me? What, what was the glass? It was um, fiberglass. Fiberglass. Can bugs get in that? It's, no, it's just strong. Cool. Okay, maybe I'll be okay with they that. D- they didn't just put her in a box, they put her in a box in. 
a hole in the ground. In a hole in the ground, and then they dumped mud on her while she screamed for help. Yeah, no, it's really <laughs> like, not is that a necessary? good story. You find a fucking, like, empty building and tie her up and call it a fucking day. Or, or like, like, just lock the doors closet, from the outside. A, your trunk. <laughs> Don't kidnap people. Don't kidnap people. It's just the, the extra fear of being, like, buried in alive underground. Oh, it's like, so bad. Because if you're, if you're left there for more than the amount of time that they gave you the fucking things, like, there's no way out. Wait, they gave her two pipes? They gave her a air pipe and a, like, a water pump. So a there are two pipes pipe? to yeah. sticking out of the ground. Because... And to be drainage, it has to be, like, some sort of irrigation system, I feel like. So it has to be, like, a long pipe. Well, because it's, like, this was like what, a whole thing. she had to, like, use the bathroom in there. Oh. Yeah, no, it's not a good that's story. Disgusting. It's really a bad time. Ugh. Yeah. So that's that. But she's fine now and she's living life and That's good. She's got it good going on. Similar like Barbara, please. theme as to last week. Well, last episode. Like really fucked up terrible thing, but it's like but you I mean at least it worked out. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, we that was that, hi, bye, oh, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> that was we did it. <laughs> today. We had um, the murder of June Lin and the infamy of Luca Magnata. Fuck that, and that video, and that video, and then we had um, Annabelle, Annabelle. Annabelle Higgins, the spirit of Annabelle Higgins, who is not actually Annabelle Higgins, but a demon. Uh, and the kidnapping of Barbara Mackle. Annabelle Moore. Huh? Macklemore. Macklemore. <gasps> Barbara Macklin? Is that you said her name no, was? No, just Mackle. Mackle. Whoops. No, she's Macklemore. Um, so I'm going to keep saying it until someone laughs. Um, <laughs> thank you. As always, you can follow us on all social medias at CYBS Pod. That's CYBS P O D. CYBS Pod. And that's on Twitter, Facebook, a Facebook group, and a Facebook page. Instagram, where we post images and pictures. Images? Images. <laughs> and pictures from our stories. Gram it. Images and pictures. Yes, both. Gram it. And. <laughs> <laughs> And any other social medias you want us to be on, just tell us and we'll get on them. You can email us at canyoubelievepod at gmail.com. That's canyoubelievepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Email us facts, weird kooky facts. Stories. Email us story topics, ideas. If, have you been haunted? Have you been murdered? Are you Annabelle? Have you been kidnapped? Have you ever been a what demon doll? What if someone doll? just emailed us yes? And we were like, what? yes, Whoa. which one? You're right. Are you Annabelle? Have you murdered? <laughs> Are you haunted? All are of you, the above? Yes. <laughs> you are, are you currently murdered? Annabelle, who is also buried alive in a box? Yes. Oh, what wow. if someone emailed us from a box that they buried themselves? We'd have to call the cops. <laughs> what if they told us not to? <laughs> then I guess, I mean... Disclaimer, we will call the cops if you have buried someone alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess that too. I was thinking of someone who like called us and they've been buried alive. But yes, if you call well, us and you have buried someone alive, yeah. we have to. We Can should... we email the cops? It, forward it. 911 at 911.com. 911, what's your emergency.com? No, 911. 911 at Yahoo.com. 911 at AOL.com. I want to AOL instant message at 911. We have an email to read. Oh, what is it? 
Guess it's from. Who is it from? It's Julie. Julie. It's in Julie. Because no one else likes us. Um, Come on. Let's not be so self-deprecating. Let's not be so honest. Hi, Ju- Hi guys. She didn't say hi, Julie. She's Julie. She says hi, guys. Hi, Julie. <laughs> As per your last podcast episode, I am doing well. Thank you for asking. This is a few episodes ago. I almost screamed at work when you called Sandra and I out by name at the end of the last episode. I don't know why more people don't email you to say hi. Me either, Julie. Honestly, just like... I, I really don't. Okay. Um, hearing people talk about slash to you via platform is so cool in my opinion. So, that being said, I have a prompt for you all. Aww. If one of you turned into a ghost and your other podcast members, podmates, were still human, I prefer co-homos. Um... <laughs> We're still human. What would you do to let them know that you were communicating to them from another realm? Me. I'm the ghost. And I've actually been dead the whole time. Okay. I would start a podcast. (laughs) You would start. (laughs) All ghosts just crave human connection. Honestly. I would literally just. So they've created a podcast. We're all dead. (laughs) Surprise. Spoopy. Oh my god, no, that's such a good question though. Yeah. I would like um You just pegged me. Um uh, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. That's how we do that. That's how we do that. So did you realize our socks are like matching sort of? <laughs> oh my god. I think I would like say something passive aggressive. <laughs> like, like under your breath, like in the whispers of the wind. <laughs> it's me, but it's like check your eyebrows. I'm like I feel I feel like Dominic's here. <laughs> I just have this overwhelming urge to like look in the mirror and say something bad about my face. <laughs> You're like in the mirror, like with an outfit. I'm like, okay, you know what? No, I know how I would. I, I know what I would actually do. I would possess one of you and force you to just like spew the most ridiculous, no- unrelated nonsense no. in the most unappropriate moments. That's what I would do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like any possession or demon. How would you know? How it- you could tell by what it was. <laughs> I don't know. It would, it would have to come to me in the moment. But okay, that's fair. You'd be able to tell. Okay. You'd be like, what the fuck? Anyway, free word. It'd be like free word association to the max. <laughs> what would you do? Did you already say? Yeah. I forgot already. So what would you do? I'm trying to think. I want like a good answer. I just want to like move your shit. I'm thinking about what I would do if I was a ghost. Like I would just move everyone's shit. Yeah. (laughs) Just like. Can I reorganize? To do it. You know? Uh, Yeah. Bring flash. Just floating. Yes. I would just carry my cat. I would do the exact same thing I do now, honestly. (laughs) Other people would. I would be that like the stubborn ghost where you're like. You know, like ghosts that like keep walking through walls and like mm-hmm. do the same things over and over again. Like that would be me, except in this apartment. Someone walks to the apartment and you're just playing Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gold spot on the couch where I'm just sitting playing Spider-Man. The TV doesn't work. <laughs> but you're still playing. It's like a ghost PS4. Yes. I eat all your fruit snacks. No. And you're like, fuck, so was here. Uh, finally, Julie says, I love you guys, and I hope you're all having a great day. Yeah. So thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Us. Wow, everyone. is That's such a cool email that you could be sending us, and we could be reading for you. Wow. We, you, could, you could be Julie. You could be Julie. 
Except no one can be. One of these days when this podcast gets big, uh, we're going to remember Julie. (laughs) What am I talking about? Um, (laughs) We'll always remember Julie, but mm, gets big. (laughs) I don't know. When I get Edit bigger, this out. Honey. We're so self-deprecatory. Yeah. Deprecatory. Um, that's a word, right? Like there's a carrot involved. It's my drag name. <laughs> have you ever had Bye. carrot cake? What if we just ended it right there? <laughs> no, no sign off. <laughs> um, I, I, I always remember, I never forget that Mothman is out there. Mothman. Hates you. You know what? Probably don't. hates you. Probably. Don't. Make sure you're a good person. Don't. Don't sue us. Bye.